On today's episode, I'm going to take you through the actual facts and figures of how much content is enough content and where do we actually draw the line between content creator and business owner. My name is Stephanie Rose, and this is my podcast, Lessons from the Ashes, where we talk about rising from the ashes and becoming the phoenix who rises up to have the life that we always want through business and through life. And today we are focusing so much on business and especially content creation and when to stop. Welcome to the Westeros Media Podcast, Lessons from the Ashes. We are here to tell the Phoenix Rising stories, coming up from the ashes to build businesses, to build personal brands, to parent, coming out all of it. The stories of those who came from nothing and did great things. We all have a Phoenix Rising story and I can't wait to hear yours. Join me every week for new podcast episodes. And of course, make sure you follow the show so that you never miss an episode. See you soon. Hi, welcome back to the show. My name is Stephanie and I am really excited to talk about this topic today. I have been doing a bunch of research. Usually on this podcast, we solely talk about the feelings, the stories, all of those things. And those are insanely important and I love them. And we are going to dive into some of that today. But I also wanted to bring you some facts, some figures. I did a whole bunch of research before this podcast because I really want to focus on something that I've been hearing a lot in my community, online, in my programs, all around of people wondering, when is it enough? How much content is enough? How much time should we be spending on content, on Instagram, on Reels, on TikTok, on threads, everything? When is it enough? And what can you outsource? And how can you actually grow your business without burning yourself the fuck out? This question comes up in every single program I run. Doesn't matter what it is. People see what I do online and they say, how can I actually grow my business without all of these other things? And I'm going to give you the cold hard truth today because I always promise to tell you the truth. And I'm also going to give you some relief because I know that my answer is not going to be what you're expecting. Let's dive in. Okay, so we're going to start today's episode by talking about the main burning question that I get from so many people in almost all of my programs and when they work with me when we do a photo shoot. Pretty much everybody who hires me, hires me for the sole purpose of increasing their views um, for growing their brand, for becoming clear and concise inside of their brand so that they can market themselves online. Pretty much everybody. I have yet to be hired to do a photo that's going to be used in a phone book ad. <laughs> I mean, the night is still young. It could still happen. But by and large, my clients come to me because they want to grow their online presence in order to gain more business, right? We talk endlessly about brands, about how your iconic brand has to be a personal brand, about how what is inside of you is what creates this personal brand, all of this. But why are we even doing this? Well, we're doing this for a couple of reasons. We're doing it because we want to grow our businesses and we want to be concise in what we're offering, in who we're talking to, in who we're offering our services to, because if we're not clear on that, we're never going to market to the right people, but we're also going to not have a good business that we enjoy 
enjoy, right? I know exactly who I want to work with. And I do that because I fucking love working with this kind of people. I love working with people who are ambitious, who are hardworking, who have humongous dreams, who come to me and say, oh my God, I don't know if this dream is too big. What do you think? That's my kind of people. So when I do my behind the scenes research of who is my ideal client, who am I talking to? I'm focused on those people. A, because I want to work with them and B, I focus on who they are so that I can market directly to them, right? I don't have a podcast just for shits and giggles to help the people who aren't going to actually go after their dreams, find some hack to get rich quick. I don't do that at all. I am here teaching you, sharing my expertise for free every single week because I want the people like you, the people with major ambition who maybe just need some direction to be able to be like, fuck yeah, this is the next step that I need in my growth, in my evolution, because I'm changing the world. If you're kind of in the, eh, take it or leave it, couldn't really care what I do with my life category, this podcast isn't for you. And you already know that. You haven't even gotten this far. You haven't gotten to episode 13. Can you believe it? Episode 13? It's Taylor Swift's favorite number, so it's going to be a lucky one. Anyways, I digress. But I work on who my ideal client is because of these things, because of who I want to work with, but almost in equal parts because I need to know who to market to. So all of the things that we're doing when you're branding with me, whether it's photos, whether it's through the Powerful Personal Brand, my signature program, where we go through every single step from who am I, what the fuck do I want to do with my life, all the way to launching a brand that you are so insanely proud of and attracts the clients you actually want to work with, that whole program, all of it is so that not only you can work with the right people, but you can attract the right people. And as we do this, so many questions about social media come up and they do go hand in hand. And anybody who tries to tell you that your brand doesn't need social media or your social media doesn't need a brand is just selling your crock of shit. Or... They are just trying to race to the bottom of price gouging, being like, okay, it doesn't matter who I am or what I'm selling. I just want to offer the very lowest price at the very cheapest option and sell this one product. So that's not who I'm talking to, obviously. I'm talking to you, someone who's ambitious, somebody who absolutely wants to change the world with what they're offering and the services or products that they are offering to the world. And they know it's going to make a difference and they really, truly want to help people change the world actually make something of their lives. That's who I'm talking to here. I see over and over and over again this correlation between social media, advertising, and branding. So I'm going to just clear up a couple things before we dive more into this conversation so you know what all of these things actually mean. Because there's so much misinformation out there. There are people who are claiming to be business coaches who have no idea how to run a fucking business. There are people who are claiming to be advertisers who don't know anything about advertising. There are so many things, right? There are people who say a logo is a brand. There are people who say, if you take my one course, you'll have a perfect brand, right? There's so much misinformation out there. And the the very confusing thing is that creators and business owners get lumped together and marketing and sales and advertising gets lumped together. And then they all get thrown into this thing of social media and people think that they're all the same thing. They are incredibly connected, but not the same. So let's break down some actual definitions for you. So a creator is somebody who makes content online and doesn't necessarily sell something to go along with it. 
So these are the people who do trend videos, the people who you see dancing, the people who you see who have like one shtick, like, you know, the hilarious guy with his coffee cup and he only says toxic things, that kind of stuff, right? People who have cat videos. They're making content, but they're not necessarily selling something. So content creators also fit in with influencers. Influencers share more of their life to have you want to emulate them and then they show off products. So they're very closely connected, but not exactly the same. A content creator, you don't have to know anything about their life. You can just consume their content, not care anything about them, move on. You, maybe you watch it religiously, but you don't want to know and they don't share more of their behind the scenes. An influencer, on the other hand, is somebody who shares their life, their lifestyle, their way of living and pitches it in a way that you're like, damn, I really wish I could do that, be that, be like them. And then they show you products, places, services that they use to gain this lifestyle and then you purchase them. It's not necessarily something of their own that they're selling. 90% of these people don't have their own product. What they're doing is they're creating content based on their lifestyle and then getting collabs with other businesses, other services who are going, they're going to now sell those and make a profit off of it. And then there are business owners who are creating content and showing their lifestyle. Generally, my clients are in this last category. So they are not influencers. They are not content creators, but they have to show their influence and they have to make content. So you have to think about, it's not your persona, but it is a task you have to do within your business. This is going to be very important when we talk about stats later. So just remember that if you are a business owner who is marketing yourself and your services, this is when you need an iconic, powerful, personal brand to set you apart, right? If you see an influencer, you see them on a beach, in Greece, blah, blah, blah. You don't care as much about their particular life. You just want that for yourself. Whereas if you are a business owner selling a specific thing and you're showing the behind the scenes of your life and you're making content, you want them to buy from you specifically. That is the difference here is that we don't want people to just think, oh, that concept looks really nice. Like a Pinterest page, right? Like, ooh, I kind of want that aesthetic. I'm going to get it from anywhere, but maybe they inspired me to want that aesthetic. No, we want them to think, oh my God, I really want that thing, that service, and I want it from that specific person. That is the main difference here that so many people are missing. We're not just inspiring people. We are not just making content. We want to convince them not only do they want what we have, not only can we help change their lives, but they want to buy it from us specifically and not go down the road and choose it from somebody else who has something similar. And that's why you need an iconic, powerful personal brand so that it actually stands out because there are thousands and thousands of pieces of content every single day being made. You couldn't spend the rest of your life watching every single piece of content that came out just today alone. So yes, the market is saturated. Yes, there are thousands and thousands of pieces of content every second being uploaded. How are we going to help you stand out? That's why you need an iconic personal brand. So now that we've talked about the different kinds of people making things on the internet, let's talk about the difference between branding, marketing, and sales. So a brand is the identity of your business. And this is how people really start to stand out because in a brand is not necessarily what you sell. 
It is not necessarily exactly who you are. It is the persona of the business. So if you have a personal brand, it's going to reflect you quite a bit, but it isn't exactly you. I talk about this in the power of personal brand all the time. When I was on stage at the As She Rises conference, I spoke about this as well, how your brand is not you. It is very much like you. There are a lot of traits that you share, but it is not you. Your brand represents your business and that is its own persona. And then we use the information we know about what you're good at and what you do, who you're trying to speak to, aka your ideal client. And then we use that information to build up the brand. We don't show every single part of you because you need to have something for yourself. And it's also not good business to overshare. What we're doing, is we're building a persona, we're building an archetype, and that is the brand. So it's more than a font, it's more than a color, it's more than a photo, but it includes all of those things. It's more than content, it's more than what you offer, but it does include those things. You have to think of the brand as the big, gigantic, overreaching sky that's over top of all the things in the city of what you do for your business. Now, marketing. Marketing is all of the things, the tools that you use to get your message out there. So your marketing materials might be your logo, the fonts you use, the photos you use. When you work with me and we do a VIP weekend, you end up with an entire Dropbox folder full of marketing materials. Are they finished marketing materials? Not necessarily. If you get me to make the reels for you, then they are, but you still have to add text. You still have to have a brand that matches them. You still have to be selling something, right? So these are the tools you use to market yourself. So photos, videos, content that you make, content that I make with you, things you learn, all of these things go into your marketing materials so that they're cohesive. They have to match the brand, obviously, so that they make sense and you stand out in your industry. But these are all the things. So marketing materials include things like Instagram posts, Instagram reels, TikToks, sales pages, podcasts, email sequences, landing pages. All of these things are marketing materials that bring the people in. They have to be cohesive. They have to be on brand, but they are not your brand. Thinking, think of the brand as the identity and the marketing materials as like the clothes you put on it and the way you act when you're in public. Now sales, sales is an entirely different thing. Sales is when you're actually actively saying, this is what I sell. Would you like to buy it? So when you're marketing, you can be marketing your entire business, right? When you're selling, you're selling one specific thing. So sales is when you, in your brand colors, in with your brand images, go on using marketing materials like reels and posts, and you actually say, hey, this is the thing I'm selling. Here's the link. Do you want to fucking buy it? That's your sales. That is you saying, this is the thing I'm offering. Do you want in? Let's go. So now that we've clarified a bunch of these things, you can probably kind of wrap your head around, okay, so I need a brand and it's got to be cohesive. I need marketing materials so that I can show people what I do. And I need sales so that people know what to buy, right? I need to make content and I need to show my lifestyle. And I am a business owner who has to do those things, but I am not a content creator or an influencer. Do you have that wrapped your head around? This is why I wanted to clarify these things is because so often I see in my groups, in 
people just DMing me, all sorts of things. Right now I'm running a consistency challenge, which is so cool. It's called the 90 post challenge. And what we're doing, you can still join this. I'll pop the link below. But what we're doing is we are challenging ourselves to do 90 posts between now and January 1st of 2024. And it's ambitious and it's amazing. And the people in this group are already absolutely crushing it. I'm super, super amazed because being consistent is something you need no matter what you do, whether you're a content creator or not, you must be consistent if you want to have a brand that is powerful, that's iconic, and that's recognizable. You have to have things that are there, right? Like why are certain things recognizable? Because they're fucking everywhere, right? Why do you recognize Starbucks? Because there's one on every corner. They can't just have one location and be like, we're fucking iconic. Mm, no, thank you. So consistency showing up, that is the foundation that you have to do either way. I talk about this a lot. If you want in on the challenge, it's amazing. Literally, it's us for like months. It's literal months. <laughs> I didn't realize how long it was when I started. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing value. All of these people get to be in this group, get the community and they get the encouragement and they get the accountability. Plus also we are boosting each other up by commenting and raving on each other's pages. It's insane how great it is. So if you want the link, jump below. But what we're talking about right now is how much is too much and how much is enough? I get this question all the time. Do I have to post seven times a day? Do I have to post three times a day? Do I have to post twice a week? Do I have to post this? Then everybody wants a magic formula of exactly how many posts they have to make to be a success. And this is something that is hard for people to hear because they don't want to hear it is that there is no magic formula, but it is a lot, but it's not as much as you think. So here's the thing. If you are making the amount of money you want to make, then you're doing enough. If you want more, then we have to either change something or increase what you're doing, right? With anything, with sales, with marketing, with your brand, with fitness, with how clean your house is, with how well you eat, with how nice your relationships are, everything. If it's exactly how you want it, then carry on with what you're doing. But if it isn't, then we tweak something. That's the basis. So before we get any further, I want you to think, am I making the amount of money I want to make? And am I making the amount of impact I want to make? Because money is not the only marker for our success. And that is something that I absolutely want to change in this entire online industry BS is that the only marker of success is how much money you make. So if you've decided that, okay, maybe I want to do more. Maybe I want to make more money. Maybe I want to have more impact. And by impact, I mean amount of people who are following you, amount of conversations you're having, amount of opportunities you're getting. I don't think we talk about this enough. Like, are you being asked to speak at events? Are you being asked to come on people's podcasts? Are you being asked to speak in other people's masterminds? If you are hoping for more impact and none of these things are happening, then we have to shift something within your messaging and your marketing. The other thing that I hear from people is they think that they have to be, they have to go viral. They have to be a content creator and influencer to have success. And I want to debunk this theory right fucking now. If you want more success, more money, and more influence, you don't have to be reaching for the things that the content creators and the influencers are doing. 
We have to think about it completely different. And this is the trap I get so many people, I find so many people stuck in. They think they have to reach those numbers that these content creators and these influencers are making to be able to get what they want. When actually we need to completely pivot what your strategy is because you're not going after the numbers they're going after and constantly trying to get those numbers is just making you feel like a failure and it's killing your confidence and then you can't do the actual work that you need to be doing. Let me explain. This is where we're getting my cute numbers. Look, I even got a sheet for them. So if you think, oh, all I need to do is start making enough money you know, off of my views, off of this. If you have a business and you are selling a product, you do not need to be reaching for the numbers, the views that these content creators and these influences are after. Because if you're actually making content, money off your content on TikTok, if you wanted to make 10K a month, right? Which I think is like kind of the average, like the price of living is ridiculous. So you kind of have to be making that right to make that per year on TikTok. You would have to have 60 million views per year on your content. That's being paid out by TikTok for views, 60 million views per year. That is insane. That is a more than full-time job. That is an entire team. And that is viral as shit videos. They are not selling anything. They're getting paid out by the platform with YouTube to just make $36,000. You would still have to make 6 million views, 6 million views. I have nowhere near that. And I can tell you that I made a lot more than that in the last year. So we're looking at roughly less than two cents per 1000 views on TikTok. So if your goal is like, oh, I just need millions of views. I just need viral. I just need this. Let this be a very shocking, shocking revelation to you of how many views you would need to make a living off of making content. It's obscene. If you want to do it, fucking give her, but you're going to need somebody else to coach you through it because that's not my specialty at all. What I want to change your mind about is that that is not the goal, right? Those 600 million views, that is not in any way our goal because those people are not selling a product. They are basically trading their views and their audience to the platform because there are people this is going to be a sidebar, but it's incredibly important. There are people who are endlessly complaining about the algorithm and being shadow banned and this, that, and the other thing. I see actual businesses posting content being like, oh, trying to like run a business, even though the algorithm is picking on me. And that is, first of all, it's very bad energy. It's not picking on you. It's a business. I've spoken about this over and over again, and I will continue to say it. Instagram is a business. They make their money off advertisers. Advertisers want to work with them because of the views, because there are people watching. That's what they're paying. They are paying for eyeballs. If your content gets more eyeballs on the platform, they reward it by boosting it up. End of story. There is no dark witch of the fucking internet. There is nothing else. It is as simple as if your plat if your content helps the platform, they boost it. And if it doesn't, they don't. End of story. It's not 
trickery. It's not witchcraft. It's literally just business. And the second that you can take out of your mind that it's some sort of like witchy God, we have to sacrifice things to the algorithm. Like get off of that. That is not at all how this works. It's a business. They have margins. They got to hit their profit. If content boosts their goals, they're going to reward it. That's literally all it is. So if you can take out of your mind that you're going to be this content creator, right? Because you're not getting 600 million views on TikTok. If you can take out of your head that you're trying to go for that, we're not trying to be viral internet stars. So take that out right now. Anything about you that makes you feel guilty or bad for not doing enough or reaching those, remove it from yourself right now. And also any part of you that thinks that the internet or the algorithm is out to get you, remove that right now. Now we have a lot of space. Now we have some shit we can work through, right? There are different platforms who have different audiences and now we can just look at them analytically like, okay, I have a product or a service that I want to sell. These are some free platforms. I think people forget this. These are free platforms that you can use to reach bajillions of people. So quit hating on the algorithm because it's literally a platform for you to use for free. So if we think of every single app as just a vehicle to get in front of people, and we think of all of your marketing materials as just pieces of the car, we're just putting it all together so that we can get in front of people. And every single different app, different modality has a different use. And the trick here is going to be finding out where are your ideal clients hanging out? How are you actually good at making marketing materials and where are they going to look the best? And then consistently putting those marketing materials in front of your people. There literally is no more big secret than that. So let me break down a little bit of my process and how I decide how much is enough and where I'm going to put my efforts and why I choose these things. So when you join the powerful personal brand, we talk about this exactly for your client. We have an entire week where we decide where you're going to put your energy and what kind of content you're going to make to reach your ideal client, because we've specifically mapped out your ideal client, what you offer, and then what part of the market actually needs it. This is an incredibly important conversation that people don't talk about is, yeah, maybe you're good at something. Yeah. Maybe you have an ideal client you hope to serve, but if you're not positioning yourself in a place where the market needs you, then you're competing against either bajillions of people or you're offering something that they don't actually want. And that's why we talk about this and it's super unsexy and people are like, Oh, but I just want to follow my passions forever. I'm like, cool, babe, let's take your passions and put them in a place where the market is empty and needs what you're selling instead of just, Hey, I thought this was a good idea because I saw someone else do it. Let's copy them. No, that's not going to work. And it's not going to set you apart and you're never going to have an iconic brand. If all you do is copy other people inside of the powerful personal brand, we talk about 
Who do you want to work with? What are you good at? And then where in the market is there a gap where you can fill and it's not oversaturated and there's actually something that you can use your unique perspective, your unique skills to fill a gap that's naturally there. We talk about this because having the passion isn't enough. Having, you know, this hope and dream isn't enough. You have to do some fucking research and decide, do people actually want this? And where in the market do they actually want this, right? Like I'm an amazing photographer, but I'm not going to be fighting against all of the people offering fall photos for $25 a pop as cheap as they can get it on all the mom sites, because that is a huge waste of my time, my energy and my skills, right? I looked around. These are the skills I have. I know about business. I know about entrepreneurial life. I know about marketing and I'm an amazing, amazing content creator, professional content creator. Where does the market need my expertise? And it's within businesses and it's worth working with people like you. So I didn't make that decision flippantly. I didn't just be like, oh, I'm just going to pick something out of a hat and now I work with businesses. I made an educated decision based on my skill stack and what I have to offer. And then that's where I pitched myself because there was a need in the market for it. Because how many amazing businesses do you see trying to get their family photographer to do branding images for them? They're, they're trying their best, but it's just not good enough. So I looked at that and I thought, okay, this is where I fit. This is what I'm doing. We break this down in the powerful personal brand for your business. But once I had that figured out, then I was like, okay, what is available to me? So we have TikTok, we have Instagram, we have YouTube, and we have podcasts. Those are the apps that I'm on. I'm also on threads. Don't put much effort into it, so I'm not going to talk about it. Instagram for me was the easiest because A, I felt extremely comfortable with it. And this is what I always tell people to start with. Start where you feel comfortable and then we'll branch from there. So whichever app you feel like you just natively know it the best, that's where we're starting. So Instagram, it's also where my ideal client is. My ideal client is of a similar age bracket than I am, you know, give or take 10 years, but they know how to use this app. They grew up using this app. They know what they're fucking talking about. So when they see me on it and they see me promoting the marketing materials they could use also on this app, it makes sense to them. It clicks for them. It's usable. It's something they understand, right? I'm not going and pitching them to do something they've never heard of because then I have to sell them on the idea of using a new app and then my marketing materials. They already know they want to grow on Instagram. I'm just being here being like, Hey, this is the most beautiful aesthetic and, you know, smart way that we can market you. The next thing that I know about is how I want to reach people. Not only do I want them to see examples of my amazing work, I also want them to see the behind the scenes of how I'm running my life so that they can say, Hey, you know what? I can trust this woman. I can show up and tell her this is my big, amazing goal. And I want to be able to reach it. Can you help me? I want to give some of that behind the scenes. Instagram is a great way to do that. I also then started this podcast. The podcast allows me to do deeper training, right? You're listening to my voice for almost an hour. Sometimes between 25 minutes and an hour are the episode lengths. You're listening to me for that amount of time. I already have the equipment and the knowledge to produce a podcast. I have editing equipment. I have cameras. I have microphones. I already had these things. So it was a natural next 
move, right? Maybe you're thinking, oh my God, I have to have a podcast. But if you have no idea how to do any of these things, but you do know how to do something else that there's already an app for, maybe work within that until you have a solid audience and then you can grow. I'm not saying if you don't know how to edit video, you should never make videos. No, you should hire someone to help you. There are some basic things you have to do. You have to make video content somewhere. It's the future of everything. But if you don't know how to do it, it doesn't mean that you're completely out of the race. What I want you to do is use an app or some modality that you feel comfortable with. Maybe I make the videos for you, then you edit them and put them up, whatever. It's got to be somewhere you feel comfortable actually moving within the space, right? For some people, it's Facebook. I fucking hate Facebook. I have a couple groups on there and that is it. I do not put effort into Facebook. It's not my jam. But maybe for you, it absolutely is. So what you're doing is you're taking something you already know, starting there and then growing. Once you have actually grown to a place where you can actually have a team or hire someone or hire me to help you make this stuff to grow even further, that's when you branch out and start putting content more places to reach more people. But that isn't the main goal. The main goal is to reach your ideal client. So if you're thinking, I have to get bigger so I can pay someone to make videos so I can be on YouTube and all these other places, but your entire ideal client is on TikTok, focus on that. You do not have to complicate this. Wherever your focus is, I want you to be posting at least once a day. And that's my rule. And you know what? You can complain, you can bitch, you can moan, whatever. If you want to be consistent and show up, you have to be posting pretty much every single day. Yes, you can take days off. Absolutely. But you can also schedule posts, right? You can go on vacation and have six posts scheduled to come out while you're gone. But if people want to know that you're in it for the long haul, they want to know that you're going to be there. But I'm not saying you have to make seven posts a day. I read somewhere this woman who was suggesting the only way to grow on TikTok is to do three posts per day. And I looked at that and I thought, you know what? It's not actually, I know for my ideal client, it's not worth the conversion of my energy to the result that would get. I could make three TikToks a day, post them and probably grow my account. But would it convert into sales? I don't know this 100%, but I do know for 100% that the amount of effort I have to put in to convert to a sale on Instagram, and that is a number I can go with. I know that my daily posts on Instagram, my weekly um, podcast episodes, and my periodic YouTube and um, TikTok videos are getting me the kind of numbers that I'm hoping for. And so I know if I'm going to scale, I can scale in those areas, right? Instead of being like, I had to post 20 times a day. Do you have any data that that's what would get you what you want, right? If I completely stopped posting on Instagram because I heard somebody on a podcast say that I got to do three TikToks a day and I completely left my hot and active audience on Instagram to go and make TikTok dances, that would be foolish and a waste of my time and my effort, and it wouldn't convert the way I wanted it to. The only way to know, is this going to convert, is through some data. So you have to start out by being consistent. 
So you start by being consistent. Once you've been consistent for 90 days, this is why I made the 90 post challenge because everybody who's in that challenge who reaches that end of 90 posts is going to be able to look back and be like, okay, now that I've actually given it a real go of being consistent, am I getting the conversions I want? Is my time and effort relating into the sales and the money that I actually want to make? If yes, awesome. Do I need to ramp it up to make more? Am I happy where I'm at? I'm going to keep going. Or if they're saying, no, it's not, then we start looking at, do I need different content? Do I need a different app? What needs to grow? What needs to change? But if you went from very sporadically posting to consistently posting for 90 days and you didn't see an increase, there's got to be something else going on there because guaranteed you're going to see some kind of growth, whether that is monetary or whether that is opportunities that we will have to see, but you're not going to go from posting once a week ish to posting consistently for 90 days and not see some kind of change in your business. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how we have to have some data. And the only fucking way to get data is to actually consistently do something for a long amount of time. There are people who join programs that I do. They post four times. They listen to all the programs. They don't write down their homework. And then they say it didn't work. Well, did you consistently do it? Did you consistently show up and speak your message? And they have millions of excuses and great you get to argue for your limitations. If you want to fail at this and you want to suck at this, fucking give her. But I also have people who have said, this is hard for me. This isn't easy. I want to grow. And then they've committed to something like the 90 post challenge and already are seeing increases. Some of those increases aren't monetary. And these are the important things I want to talk about. There is someone specific in the 90 post challenge already. We've only been at it for like a week, I think. Yeah, a week. And they're already saying making reels is easier. That used to be the crippling thing that stopped them from posting at all was the procrastination that was linked to how long it was going to take to make a post. And now literally only a fucking week in, they're already like, oh, this is getting easier. Yeah, I know. I've been saying this from the beginning, but until you have the accountability or until you actually decide I'm going to actually fucking put my 100% effort into this, then all of a sudden it starts to work and people are amazed. And I'm like, oh my God, I've been saying this this whole time, but there's a huge difference between people who say, "Mm, I understand what you're saying, but then they don't implement it between people who are like, I don't know if I fully know if this is going to work, but I'm going to give it 100% for a good amount of time. And then they start to see exponential gains. If you think about how much growth has happened in this one week, imagine in 90 fucking days, imagine by January 1st, 2024, how confident this person is going to be, how many check marks they're going to have, how many times they're going to have been able to say to themselves, wow, I did this. And look at this data I have, right? So maybe they get better and their videos start to get better. And then their reach increases and then they get some more, you know, um, connections and then people start to share their stuff and then they make some more money. So then they hire someone better to do their videos. And then it all starts to snowball on itself. And then they can look back and be like, wow, for this one section of time, when I was talking about this specific thing, I got great views. And then when I was talking about something else, or I wasn't putting in the same effort, I got way less. They have data. 
They can say, what were the sales for this month and how many times did I post? They have some fucking data and then we can work with that. So this is why I start with things like consistency. This is why I have things like the 90 post challenge and powerful personal brand, because you have to have a foundation and then you build from there. And the only way to know, okay, where are we going from here? What can we do? How can we refine is by doing the work and sticking to it. (laughs) And I can talk till I'm blue in the face, but I'll never, ever convince you to just do the fucking work. You have to do that yourself. I was listening to a podcast today and the guy was hilarious. Um, It was hilarious to me because he was super contradictory of himself and it just made me laugh so hard. But one thing that he really, really said that I was like, bing, this is a light bulb moment is he said, I can teach you systems. I can train you how to do things. I can help you change your mindset. But one thing I can't make you do is the work. You've got to do the reps yourself. And I was like, oh my God, it's so true. It's so true. Because same with fitness, right? You could be the richest guy in the world, but unless you put one foot in front of the other, you're never going to have good cardiovascular health. You're never going to have a fit, lean body. You can get Botox and tummy tucks all day long, but your body is never going to be strong and healthy unless you actually put the right things in it and move your body. Same thing with your brand, your social media presence. It's never going to fucking happen. If you don't put in the reps, you got to put in the reps and the reps are things like putting out those marketing materials, actually planning your brand. So when you put them out, they make sense, right? Because you could do a 90 post challenge. And if it was all over the map and none of it matched your brand and none of it had any cohesive, messaging to it, it wouldn't be effective, but at least you'd have the reps to know that you know how to do it. And then you can be like, okay, I did a whole bunch of posts, man, they weren't perfect. Now I'm ready to do the powerful personal brand so that every single post I do from now on is going to snowball into that compound interest of this amazing brand. That's iconic. That has great reach that reaches the people I want to talk to in the places they already are. And that's the secret sauce. I got really fired up on that one. (laughs) I love this shit though. Like this is why I do what I do because I want you to succeed. I want you to have a good fucking life. I want you to be like, I'm doing this for a reason. And the reason is whatever. We all have different reasons and that's fucking cool. I'm never going to pretend to teach you something I don't know how to do. I'm going to direct you to someone I know who can help you with that. But what I do fucking know how to do is to help you get a fucking brand that is so, so matching you and what you want to do and who you want to work with that it feels absolutely amazing. And then that encourages you to be consistent and to actually get your message out there in a way that is just right. So you're reaching the right people. That is my expertise. That is what I'm good at. That is my skill stack in action. And it's working. It's working. I have a beautiful, wonderful, majestic fucking life that I really enjoy with clients who I am obsessed with. And I'm using all my own tactics, obviously, (laughs) right? I don't give a fuck about, you know, how many podcast views I'm going to get so that I can get a sponsor. I don't want a sponsor. I am promoting my own, my own services here. I'm promoting what my heart actually needs to say to the world. And that's why 
my metrics are going to be different. What I'm reaching for is going to be different. Like we talked at the beginning, I'm not a content creator. I'm not going to do a TikTok dance so that I can get 600 million views because that's not the goal. If you know what the goal is, it's going to change everything about how you make your content and how you show up. And that is what I'm here to teach you is to figure out what the fucking goal is so that you're not running around in circles. You can use just as many steps going in a circle, not getting anywhere as you would if you're in the right track, going towards the actual goal of where you want to be in your life, in your business. And I am here to help you get orientated of where you are on that fucking map and where we're going. You might be doing the steps in a circle, but if you're not going from A to B with some guidance, then you're wasting your time and your energy. And that's the thing that I tell so many people is they think, oh, if I work with you, I'm going to have to put in so much more effort. Babe, you're probably already putting in the effort. You're just wasting it. And that's what I want to help you solve. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope your head is brimming with thoughts now. So how can you actually take some action from here? First thing you can do is join our 90 post challenge. It's amazing. Send me a DM or click the link below. The other thing you can do is the powerful personal brand. There is a round starting on October 23rd. And there is also a round starting in January. You can start your payment plan now, have it mostly paid off by the time you start, and you can actually commit to building this beautiful brand. What I would suggest is joining the 90 post challenge and then signing up for the January round of the powerful personal brand. That way you're going to be consistently marketing yourself. You're going to do those reps in consistency until we get to January. And then you're going to get the absolute solid foundation. If you're ready to fucking rock, then join the powerful personal brand for the October round. And I will gift you the spot in the 90 post challenge. If you are ready to start now, but either way, don't wait on this because you're already putting in the effort. Your time is money right? You can't get this back and wasting your time, wasting those steps. Like we talked about going in circles is just discouraging you. And it's going to push you closer to burnout instead of closer to your goals. And that's the opposite of what we want. So I'm here to help guide you on this map instead of just going in circles. And if that's what you want to do, then hit me up, babe. That's what I'm here for. I can't wait to talk to you again next week. Please, please share this episode with a friend. I know, I know they need to hear this message too. And tag me when you share it, share it on social media. You know, I'm all over that place. Tag me. I love to see it. I want to hear, send me a DM with your ahas, your takeaways from this episode and make sure you binge the rest of the episodes, right? If you're like, Oh, I want to change my life, but my budget is zero. Dude, binge my content. It's the best way. All right. I can't wait to see you next week. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Hey, I'm Stephanie Rose and I am the host of the West Rose Media Podcast, Lessons from the Ashes. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and on threads and on TikTok and all the places. My handle is at West Rose Media. Check out my website too. There are so many resources for people just like you, people who are climbing out of the ashes, ready to make a new life. I got you, babe. Make sure you follow along. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. That way you never miss an episode and I can keep doing the magic. I can't wait to keep going. Let's get into it.